Windy Saturday, not as warm with a couple of showers, high 67. Mostly cloudy Sunday, high 66. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Ruth O'Brien on the News and Talk Authority, AM 1240 WATN. Now, AM 1240 WATN presents Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I kidding? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Whoa. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, here we are. Whoa. Yes, it's me. It's me, it's me, it's me. Trying to sign in here, trying to get some things done. There we go. Now we can get this going. And uh, holy mackerel. Let's just turn this bad boy on. What's today? The 18th, right? 18th. 18th. Uh, it's going to be great. Oh, okay. We're ready. We're ready to roll. And thanks to uh, Ken Martin, a uh, Ken Martin production. I was having difficulties recently uh, doing two things at the same time. And no, that wasn't chewing gum and walking at the same time, although that is a challenge every now and then for yours truly. Uh, but uh, I wasn't able to actually record the show and actually go online at the same time. Ken Martin once again came to the rescue. Thank you very much, sir. It's about 11 minutes after the hour already on a Thursday. There's nobody in the studio. We have nothing but you and me. And whatever you want to uh, chime in about. You know, uh, the last couple of days we were busy. Uh, we were talking to uh, Mr. Cliff Lashway on Tuesday. Yes, Yesterday we had a discussion with Attorney Joe Stanley like we normally do every Wednesday. And we also talked to an Irish uh, member of the uh, uh, Steel City Rollers on Tuesday as well, who's performing this Saturday at the Clayton Opera House. That was interesting. So now I'm, I'm, I'm clear. <laughs> so obviously two days ago, we talked a little bit yesterday, not much, about the results of the school board uh, elections. And we congratulate uh, our friend uh, Millie Smith. Still question whether or not she was, you know, was, you know, again, because of that open third seat for the remaining year, kind of like the Jesse Rocha seat, um, that still bothers me that although they ran out of ballots two days ago, the best Millie could do was the, the, the one-year uh, term. And you take what you can get, but I don't know. I'll just, I'll just ask questions, maybe to myself, but if you have any questions, by all means. And then yesterday, uh, Jeff Graham had a, a very interesting show with Leonard Spaziani. And someone said, I was listening to the Spaz show today online. I go, really? Johnny's online? Oh, no, that's Spaz. There's two Spazes out there. That's short, of course, for either Spazano or uh, Spaziani. Good stuff. Good stuff indeed. 
Uh, and then, of course, on the national end of things, I was so enamored with, or I shouldn't say that, I was so shocked with Fox and, uh, and their new lineup. And there were some rumors that uh, Laura uh, Ingram was let go. She wasn't let go. So, again, it's moving parts. It's moving chairs on the deck, whatever which way expression you want to use. But Fox is on its way out. I don't know what's worse, Bud Light sales or Fox. And by the way, for the record, I just want to be transparent. I'm still buying Bud Light. I don't know why it is. I sh- and now I just read that, uh, oh, I just got uh, TJ Babcock's e- email. We'll have TJ, by the way, coming in soon. He's one of like 16 people running for city council right now. Um, but what, what, yeah, I, again, I, I just, I'm so, I, whenever I see it, that blue box in the, fr- in the refrigerator, convenience store with the words Bud Light on it, it's just an automatic thing with me. The one thing I have noticed is that there's an abundance <laughs> of Bud Light. And also now they have a rebate. Check this out. It, I, like there was one case where they have a $20 rebate on a $20, 18 pack of, of Bud Light. So they're literally giving it away. And last night, one of the one of the pundits had. Uh, there's a new. Oh, I know. Lynn, Laura Ingram was talking to Arayu uh, 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 there, the guy with the, the the head that looks like Knucklehead, the the the, the puppet with uh, what's his face there back in the day. But nonetheless, they're talking about this new kid movie about a family, blah blah blah, and um, they want exposure on it. And of course, well, who did they get? They got Dylan Mulvaney to be the spokesperson. What, what can't people learn? Not to mention Bud Light. Check that Miller Light. They come, came out with a campaign two months before Dylan Mulvaney, and then it resurfaced again about how women created beer before men. And a lot of people ha- were up in arms about that. It's, it's, I, again, we're talking about Madison Avenue executives, many of which came out of major institutions like Harvard, Princeton, whichever, uh, NYU, just making serious woke mistakes. So also we'll talk about the Dunham Report today, if you want to talk about that, and the hypocrisy on the Hill. And how the Democrats, regardless of how, how, many, how corrupt they are, get away with stuff. It's incredible. So let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're on the air. They're still talking? I'm not uh, talking. Yeah, yeah we're, still, we're talking, Danny. You're on the air. I'm not talking over you, right? No, you're good. No, I don't know why you always think that. Why do you? I just well, got to clear the I, air on that. I, I guess because I was listening to you on the, my computer, right? Okay, yeah, I know. And then you answered on the phone, but I can still hear you, which means <laughs> it's like a delay, maybe a little bit of a delay. Yeah, it is, and it means when I pick up the phone, I'm no longer talking. You have my ultimate, ultimate uh, oh, yeah, attention. Oh yeah, I got you through my phone, but then I still, uh, my computer, I still heard your voice there. Okay, that's that's all right. Anyway, that's all right. Yeah. That's now that we've spent forty seconds talking yeah, about that. Connected now. Yeah. I want to go back to this ballot thing with the uh, school board. You raised a, you raised an interesting point, but I, I think it needs a little bit of a clarification in my view. Uh, you said there were some missing ballots. They were short ballots. Uh, yes, there were short ballots two days ago. That, yeah, that that would not necessarily imply that that's why she got third place because she got third place because of number of votes. Are you trying to tie the two together? Uh, no, I'm just saying um, it, it's odd that they, I don't think in the past, from speaking with people, that they ever ran out of ballots for a school election, well, school ballot, board election. Every, everybody's name was on the ballot, so if anybody missed any votes or were short any votes, you would apply to all, all of them because they were all on the same ballot. No, no, but if, if, if they ran out, that means there's an abundance of extra voters than what was what was expected, Danny. That's well, that's why I bring that up. That's my whole point. So maybe let's assume that she would have got another 100 votes or so, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I would also, based upon the number that I saw, the number one and number two, compared to her being number three, they, they obviously would have got more votes, too. So the missing ballots would have applied to all of them, not just her. All right, well, whatever. You know what but I'm Yeah, I do. But, but a lot of people were encouraged to bullet uh, vote for, for, uh, for Millie. Um, you know, there were new faces that were going in and out of there. 
And with the exception, of course, of the third one-year term that was left over from the person that left, well, that's, that's the only way she got in. That surprised me. one-year term because she came in third. Exactly. I thought she should come in either first or second. Missing, missing our shortage of ballots. Otherwise, that number would have applied to all three of them, not just her. Yeah, but it, not when it comes to bullet ballot, balloting, uh, Danny. A lot of people, like, for instance, you know, uh, Duffman said the other day that when he and I and his wife, Juanita, were in there at the same time, we essentially were representing nine votes but all of them, instead instead of spreading out the wealth like so many people do, oh, I'll vote for them, I'll spread it out, I'm a liberal person, we went in there knowing we were going to vote for one person. So I'm assuming a lot of other people did that. I think a lot of people are up in arms with what's going on in the school districts across the country. And because of that, I was surprised she came in third. Yeah. But anyway, I, I think you're right. You could have voted just for just for one person. Right, that's what bullet voting is called. Yeah. I got that, but I yeah. don't think the ballot shortage... All right, fair about. enough. I'm just if I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to admit it. But I just didn't see that link there. Yeah, and and, and bear in mind also, uh, despite the fact that say Jude and Michelle and others are responsible for counting votes accurately, that is not the case for a school election. Well, the machine does it. The ma- no, and the, oh, the machine does it, and the people monitoring that, and that of course are the representatives uh, in the school district. The administration does that. Well, yes. They, they weren't counting the ballots. Well, they got it. They got to count everything. I could tell you this much: the Board of Elections does not repeat, does not count the ballots uh, after the election is over at nine o'clock last night. No, I'm saying the machine counts the ballots. Yeah, and then they tabulate. But but Danny, my point is this: there's people outside the Board of Elections that actually tabulate everything after nine o'clock, and that's to me is very odd. I, that's that seems. Uh, someone said, uh, I think I think it was Jude himself. It's the fox running the hen house, and I think that's a good expression. Uh, well, you know, you hope so, Danny. You hope so. But uh, a lot of new faces were going in and out of there. I don't know all the, the latest numbers, but I'm going to say that it was an uptick from normal uh, Board of Elections. Well, and it's, I'm not one to get too nefarious here, but I, I, without the proof or evidence saying if something was hanky-panky there, I'm not going to go down that route. I, I well, I will. I, I know you will. Hey, yeah. You're famous for that, and God bless you for doing yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? I'm still questioning other things, but you and I won't argue about that because it's not getting us anywhere. But, Danny, i got to ask you, uh, the Dunham Report, I mean, there's so many things coming oh, I'm out. I'm glad you going to be my next topic. Yeah. I want to introduce so. Go ahead. Well, no, uh, tell me, you know, what's wrong with the Dunham Report? Are you like Representative Adam Schiff, who says, yet again, this is all a big Russian conspiracy? Well, first of all, it's very complicated. No, oh, very complicated. Yeah, sure. It, it, it is very Especially when it points at you, it's I was, complicated. I'm going to bring up this point. You, you know the, the deal with Jim Jordan's uh, uh, panel, right? They were going to have the, quote, uh, whistleblowers? Yes, yes, yes. And then, then, then Mr. Uh, Mr. Comer, uh, Comer's committee from uh, Kentucky, said, we can't find our witnesses. Right. Now, this is the point I was going to raise. Mm-hmm. This, first of all, Jim Jordan said he had dozens of whistleblowers lined up. Right. That proved to be false. They had one major one by the name of Marcus Allen, who was a whistleblower from the FBI security uh, division, but he had had his security clearance pulled by the FBI. You know why? Why is that? Because he was with Nicole Brown Simpson? No, because he was a January 6th uh, insurrection. Oh, okay. All right. So well. they pulled his security clearance, which was a valid, way to, a valid thing for the FBI to do. Right, right. He was not officially, quote, labeled as a whistleblower. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you, you know the name Cash Patel? Uh, no, I don't know that person. K-A-S-H, Cash Patel, P-A-T-E-L. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a former Trump administration official who claimed that he had the whistleblowers all lined up. 
guess what we found out about that today? Uh, they were all part of the insurrection as well? No, he paid them to, to declare themselves a whistleblower. Oh, he, okay, I got you. All right. So this... Uh, fine enough, fair enough. But let's let's just let's 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 walk away from the weeds for a bit, though, Danny. I mean, the door. You understand the weeds if you're going to get the facts. Well, no, the facts are. I mean, after how many years, the Dunham report once again has proven that this. And I don't want to sound like Sean Hannity by any means. The Steele dossier, or for that matter, just a simple story about the alleged prostitutes in the Moscow hotel. All of it was false, Danny. Every bit of it, and yet that was used so much, uh, you know, in, during the election of 2016 and beyond. Not to mention a lot of the damaging stuff that was uncovered in recent days also led to the first um, uh, impeachment of Donald Trump back in, I believe, in 2017. So, what say you about Andy McCabe and about Comey and so many other people involved with all this? Should they should they be prosecuted? Should they go to jail? In your opinion, Danny? No, I don't think so. Well, that's an obvious answer, and I know that. Well, one thing you failed to mention on this whole thing, yeah. uh, comparing the two, uh, is what uh, 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 Special Counsel Mueller, what he uncovered. You remember what he uncovered? Uh, no, what did he uncover? Something nefarious, I'm sure. Something that well, really he, proves that you know Republicans are jerks. People. What's that? Say that again? He got indicted and sentenced, in some cases, 28 people. Okay. The other one got, Mr. Uh, Durham got three people. One was a very minor official. Right. The other two cases were dismissed, of which one of them was that Mr. Sussman, who was being connected to Hillary Clinton, but they found innocent too, and the jury uh, acquitted him. So, all right. So there's the difference right there, Dan. All right. All right. And so, so the Dunham report is, is null and void, basically, in your view. Yeah. Okay. four years of wasted time, if you want to argue the wasted time and taxpayers' money, because that's what it amounted to. It was the, the bombshell ended up being a dud. All right, fair enough. So, really, at this point, I mean, again, Danny. I mean, I think I think uh, Mayor Jeff Graham alludes to this as well, and I I, I will uh, agree with him. You know, the ball is in your court. I mean, obviously, the latest report, uh, the polls, uh, Mr. Biden is up by seven points in the popular vote. I got a long way to go, though. No, no, but don't be just no, no, no. Come on, you know where this is all going. This well, goes in your favor. So, but, you know, it's funny how all this stuff in recent months came out about Hunter Biden. The Dunham report has come out. And look how fast they worked, of course, on George Santos to get his fat ass out of the, out of the House of Representatives. It's amazing how quickly you guys will work. But when it comes to your own side, it's just, especially now that obviously, despite the fact that you don't have the House of Representatives, you have everything else, Danny. So I applaud you. I applaud you and, and everyone else. Because I was thinking this today, maybe you'll agree with me. The happiest people in America right now are Democrats. Would you, would you agree with that, Danny? I think they are for their stance, yes. Yeah. And why is that? Why are the Democrats happier people than, say, people like myself? I, I'll tell you why. Because Kevin, Kevin McCarthy's lost control of the House. Okay. By a narrow margin. That's why he can't afford to see somebody like George Santos, who almost everybody in New York wants him out of there. Yeah, well, including McCarthy. But I, I don't think he's... He won't do it. He won't bend. Now he says the ethics committee's got it. But he's already, he's already got... Three federal charges against him. I, you know, I am no fan of of uh, Mr. Santos. It is interesting how he got in there in a very liberal part of the world, Long Island, particularly Nassau County, and he needed to lie up the yin yang in order to get in there. Claim that he was homosexual. Claim that you know uh, he was this and that. He was. Uh, uh, I don't even know if he's Mexican or a minority, but he had all the things that really hit the elite uh, people down there who typically vote a left of center. But they said, you know what, this guy meets our values. Let's vote for him as 
it turned out, he, he, you know, he, he made a farce out of everything. I, I prefer to see him gone anyway. But that's not my point. My point is you guys worked on that much harder than you worked, of course, on, you know, on at least you know, working against the, uh, uh, the, the efforts that were made back in 2016 by the DOJ and the FBI. And all of you should really be ashamed of yourselves, Danny. Well, I think, I, 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 once again, I'll just say finally here, just go back and review the Mueller report and see the results of that and then, then answer that same question yourself. All right, I will. I'll check okay. into that. All right, okay. thanks. That's Danny Friend. Hi, you're on the air. Glenn. What's up? Sewell's Island. Yes. Oh, I know. This, you're on this Sewell Island kick lately. Kilohertz. Yes. What's yeah. going on with Sewell Island? I called into uh, Jeff's show today because mm. I found a very interesting article that answered uh, uh, some questions as to what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the article is in the Northern New York Business Magazine insert, the May issue, May issue of Northern New York Business insert that goes into the Watertown Daily Times. Mm-hmm. And there was a one-page article in there, <laughs> in the most recent insert, yeah. by, Greg, by Craig Fox. He's the, you know, with the Watertown Times. Yeah, he's right of center. And uh, it, it's, in my opinion, that rocky island in the middle of the Black River right next to, uh, right near Jeff's place, yeah. is becoming, or could become a real hot piece of real estate because, mm. according to this article, there are three different entities that have plans or proposals or uh, thoughts of developing hydropower on that, on that island. Mm. One of them is the city of Watertown that uh, has maybe written on the back of a cocktail napkin or something some proposals for pursuing a, right. a hydro plant on the on the island that they own, mm-hmm. Sewell's Island. And then the other outfit is uh, an outfit in New Jersey called uh, Link Past Solutions, and they want to develop, uh, they put in an application to the federal, uh, to FERC there, you know, the Federal Energy Regulating sure. Commission to, to build two hydro plants on Sewell's Island. Right and to develop uh, world-class whitewater uh, kayak courses on both sides of Sewell's Island. Sure. And then there's that third entity that's been around here for a while, and that is Convolt Energy, the people that want to build the solar panels out by the airport. Right, right. And they were thinking of trying to use Sewell's Island as a source of um, energy. Hydro energy, wow. Go figure. Yeah, so there's three different entities all interested in doing the same thing mm-hmm. on that piece of rock in the middle of uh, yeah. the Black, Black River, River. Yeah. water tower. Well, I tell you what, this is something, I, you know, I don't know whether or not uh, uh, Cliff Only has, is involved in this, but this is right up his wheelbarrow, wouldn't you say? Well, according to this article, I'm not going to read it to you on the, on the radio, but it's a one-page article, and uh, yeah. it came with the Watertown Times. Uh, the May, it's the May issue of the Northern New York. No, we get it. <laughs> they quote, they quote uh, Patrick Hickey in this. Oh. Patrick Hickey, apparently, as I, as I gather from this article, has been doing some background work on, hmm. uh, on Sewell's Island, uh, you know, g- gathering some information, I guess, to help the city hmm. in its future proposal to do something in a, with hydropower on the, on the island, but you got these two other entities, and the, and the Convolt Energy people right. have a one-year um, window. Uh, what do you call it? A one-year control of the site. Mm. There's a special word for it, I can't recall. That's okay. Uh, that That's one-year okay. option to um, have access to the site, 
to explore development of um, hydropower. So <laughs> yes. Donvolt, in, in my opinion, is, is is in the driver's seat right now because they got the one year right. option. Well, hopefully they'll hopefully they'll, you know what that might be the eleventh hour uh, uh, you know settlement or or some type of entity like you said that Pat Hickey truly needs going into next month's uh, primary. And hopefully, if my memory is correct. I think Patrick Hickey will be on uh, tomorrow the hotline. Yeah, and he'll be on here as well. We were supposed to at one time or another also have Tom Homan calling in. But uh, the representative that I work with hasn't gotten back to me. So, yeah, I, I wasn't going to screw around with Pat anyway, but uh, we might have had both of them on at least. But, uh, yes, uh, Pat Hickey's going to be on tomorrow at 5 o'clock as well could, as the noon hour. Could you ask him about uh, his latest uh, info on, on Sewell's Island? And well, well uh, how about this? I won't ask him. Why don't you ask him? Because you've called up both shows. Very inter- You're more interested in this than the average person. I would advise you, sir, to call in tomorrow. And if Jeff Graham somehow or other gets impatient with you, please call my show at 5 o'clock clock and i'll handle it for you how's that sound <laughs> if you know what i'm saying okay i gotta go i gotta go i got a lot of things to do where you going there on uh, on that dead end street there dead yeah end, 199 way a dead end street in so many ways thank you my friend thank you thank okay. you thank you hi you're on the air my only issue with that uh, island is that over the years i saw a lot of barrels go in there yeah but i never saw them leave Real- barrels of what monkeys i don't know you tell me I, I don't know what you're saying. There's oil. There's all types of soot and grime and, and nastiness in there. Uh, and a lot of it went in there from that factory that used to be there. And uh, yeah, but and I don't. Nimo was over there a lot over the years, so bringing stuff in there. Bagley and Sewell, yeah, they but had it never left. <laughs> well, you don't know if it left. And I don't see there's it. It's a running brook. But look how clear the water. I mean, the water's got a lot of limestone. Oh, I don't in think it. it's in. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's not in the water. Well, oh, it's in the ground. It's a big rock. It's sitting underneath the ground there somewhere. Well, it's, it's just going to produce power. So, you know, uh, kayaking. Well, I, don't, and, I don't say that it's not useful for that, but I my that's always been my issue with the whole thing of that island is hmm. I, I don't I know it's useful for something, but yeah. but you know how does how do you get I, if I did that on my property, I'd be taken away in cuffs. Doing what? What on your property? What are you talking about? If I if I brought in a whole bunch of barrels of stuff and just oh well like, you're not in, them. you're not an industry that doesn't pay tax and employs people back in the sixties and seventies. <laughs> I get that. Part. You know, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I didn't know I much. A kid, yeah, when I was a kid in Shamo, we used to catch like barrels all the time mm-hmm. fishing, and yeah. you'd reel them up and sure. you pull them up on shore and call the DEC and they'd come and look at them and they'd pull push them over to the to like the brush and that's where they'd set. Well, according to the Duffman, that area was cleared up by the supervision by the DEC. So, I don't know. I mean, I know what you're I, saying. I never saw anything. I, I lived right around the corner there. I never saw anything come out. Not to mention I Arthur. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe they only did it at night. But Arthur Shawcross would leave, uh, you know, his victims in there, which is awful. Well, that, that one of the worst too. people. Yeah. It's, that's where, it's, it, that's that's where one of the bodies too, were found. I, awful. I, I don't, I'm not throwing any excursions because I don't know for sure, but I just know. I only know what I saw. I saw well, the stuff go in, and I didn't see it leave. What, what were you monitoring the place? <laughs> no, no <laughs> I don't really care. It's nothing to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> really, honestly, I, I you know, yeah, yes, I'm in the Green Party, yeah. but I'm not a tree hugger. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. But, uh, I, but, I, but I don't, you know, I just think it is, in the future, it probably is an issue. I mean, it's, look, look at Kelty Creek. Everything was good over there, too, for years until they fi- started finding people with, you know, yeah, but what, burns all over it, them when it, they jumped in the water. It's, <laughs> fun, it's funny that you should bring up Kelsey Creek. I was thinking about that the other day. That was a big oh, issue. Yeah, like, I don't believe that's taken care of either myself. Yeah, but 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 uh, uh, crazy, right? We haven't heard anything about it. whatever happened to that. I thought uh, oh, Brockovic was now. coming. They say it's all it's, it's on its way to it's on its way to goodness, but huh. there's still 
over there in those hills, you see those uh, vent things blowing up methane. Boom. Really? You know, you know, wow, you I didn't know about it. Wow, okay. I'll take your word for it. I didn't know you about that. You still see them blowing off methane because that's where the, that whole area is polluted bad. So there used to be, a lot of people don't understand that on um, Water Street where I live. Yeah, yeah. There was another street there that was Water Street, and they closed it down years ago because it because the houses were full of uh, methane gas. Hmm, wow. That's why a lot of strange you know people that, come from Water Street. You know where you go street. up by where Nymo has their little road to go out back there through there? I'll take your There's word for you. I'm not familiar. There's a factory up in there and everything. Well, so, yeah, well, I mean, geez, that was the industrial part of Jefferson but they, County. But they couldn't use it anymore because it was there was methane gas coming through the cellar. Yeah, I'm sure they had babies with nine heads. Yeah, I'm sure, too. <laughs> they had the you. Road we live in. I, I don't... You know, I, I know it's too late. <laughs> it's well, way too late. I know. It's, i got to do that song now. I'm sorry. Well, it's too late. Too late. Sorry. I'm using my stereo no, effect you're not, you're not kidding. And then I, I saw on Instagram, it made me laugh. Yeah. They, they were showing these uh, they were these two farmers, woman, wife and, and, and husband, and, they're, and they got like a, a giant pot field, and they're getting it ready for when pot, pot's legal. And it looked like... They were saying it was like Green Acres, you know, Green Acres and your pot's ready. Yeah, you know? nice. I like it. I think I saw that. It's pretty funny. You I know, like that stuff. And, and Not to mention everyone smells like pot show. these days. You know what I mean? It's like a propaganda thing. Oh, look, at farms are coming up. Right. There's farms building again. That, that right. Well, why not? It's a cash crop. They're happy and on their tractor, and they're going to be growing pot. Right. And they're going to find dispensaries, and we're going to get taxed on it, which is cool. We'll get money you know, back. It's like a big, it's a great big propaganda show, and... and Mm. Uh, it just upsets me. I know, crazy. Don't let it upset you because there's enough. Other, there's so many other things to upset you other than pot plants from farmers oh, that need yeah, the you're money. Right there, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? I we got a lot bigger problems. Danny, just a little while ago, think that that the sun doesn't sun only shines on the Democrats. And you know, you know what? You know what? Uh, crazy Ray, he's right. He's right. <laughs> you're right there too. I know he's right. Know? It's sad, but he's right. That's why they're I, the happiest. God, God stands right over DC with a great big. Shiny beam hitting it. You right, know, it's like, right. I love that place. Exactly. And then he can't wait till China takes over officially. Crazy way, I got to go. But thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. I got to I gotta move I on only know. because I got to do a break. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll play back something that uh, I had uh, listed on one of the things to play back here. This is the Leslie Stahl 60 Minutes interview with uh, Representative uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll do that when we get back right after these messages. Don't go away. Roof looking older than you are at L.A. Quarry. Uh, welcome back. Okay, let's see if I got this right. Dip, 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 day. All right, so this, once again, this interview, uh, I'm going to say it was back in November. No, no, it was this year, probably February. But nonetheless, again, remember, the Dunham Report came out with so many, contrary to our wonderful conversation we had earlier with the expert himself, Mr. Danny Francis, and why he and his uh, comrades uh, all on uh, the left of center uh, political coin are, are really happy these days in the last two plus years. Uh, a lot of stuff has been revealed about the Democratic Party and their complicit behavior between the other, uh, 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 you know, I guess you could say, groups around in and around the Beltway. That, of course, the, uh, the Department of Justice, the FBI, not to mention themselves, and who could forget the, the media, the legacy media, and the new brand of media, that, of course, being Google, Facebook, Instagram, all the big tech guys, not the, and who could forget Twitter. All right, so this is how it went. Let's, and I'll, I'll kind of interject here, because remember, Leslie Stahl not only asked the questions, but she had the, I guess you could say, see if this works. The Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children, 
They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. So, and again, if you saw this, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, 60 Minutes carefully goes back and forth between Marjorie Green and Leslie Stahl, just so that you see Leslie Stahl's reactions. And, and to me, I, I, when this came out a couple of months ago, I, I said, it's like Leslie Stahl is a grandmother talking to her gothic 16 or 17-year-old uh, granddaughter about why she has to wear, why do you have to wear, why do you have to make your hair blue and pink? Why, is your, why are your jeans all cut up like that? You, don't you know you're a lady? You're supposed to act like one? Grandma, come on, get with the times. Here we go. See if this works. Yeah, said that was Leslie. Okay. Me. Things she says that are over the top, like the Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not. All right, all right. So that was that was the segment. Sorry, I thought it went longer than that. I, again, when I when I started watching sixty minutes back in the day with Chris Wallace, Ed Bradley, uh, those guys obviously would press the issue or push the issue. You never, you'd have a better chance of walking away from a, a, an interrogation from a law enforcement official than you would from like a Mike Wallace. But Mike Wallace never at any given time, you know, came up with such a judgmental reaction like that by rolling the eyes. But here's my point. And maybe not the best segment to show you because the other segment that I have stacked up somewhere here, and I'll explain, is her interview with, with uh, Donald Trump. Everything that Donald Trump said about collusion, not to mention how he was being spied on in 2016, all that was uncovered just in the last eight, 10 months. Have we heard any retraction, any apology from Leslie Stahl? Of course not. And when you hear reactions, especially from that, oh, if there's one guy in Congress that has a punchable face, and I know that sounds like, you know, that's, 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 that's provocation right there. And I'm sorry, but it's just, it's, to me, it's a figure of speech because Adam Schiff has one of the most punchable faces I've ever seen in my life. And he just, he has those big bu bubble eyes or goggle, goggle eyes, whatever. And just recently, I wish I had his soundbite here when he was on the Hill the other day, once again, still doubling down that the Dunham report meant absolutely nothing. And he went on and on and on about it. And so here's, here's what it comes down to. They know they're wrong. They know that we know that they know they're wrong. But all they have to do is say one thing to their base, and that's fine. Their base knows that. But when it comes right down to it, folks, and I've said this a million times, I'll say it a million times more, A-B-T, anybody but Trump. So, you know, just like Lou Gossett Jr. did at the, in the beginning of one of my favorite movies, uh, uh, Officer and a Gentleman. He said he stood them all up right there at, uh, you know, at camp, you know, the, the new recruits. He says, I'll do everything fair and unfair. This is, the, this is the guy representing the Naval Office uh, uh, Academy of America, and I'm sure they still do that today because that's the way to kick ass, and that's the way to find the most disciplinary type of men and women to represent our naval office or, or offices or and in any branch of the, of the military. That's what you do. you got to do things that might be, are always fair. You don't want to kill someone out there in training or anything like that during boot camp by no means. But you're going to kick them in the butt every now and then. You're going to call them names every now and then to make them tough. Because if you don't make them tough and they get caught behind enemy lines, then they're just a bunch of Dylan Mulvaney's. So he did that with a purpose. Of course, that was a character from a movie. But that's, you know where I'm going there. As far as the Democrats are concerned, they're doing everything unfair to preserve their vision 
of a democracy in the Constitution. They always say we have to preserve a democracy. And yet at the same time, one day, and it's going to happen sooner than you think, they're going to rewrite the Constitution that favors their way of life. And how they say, they put it this way, it has to really reflect the new America of the 21st century. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Glenn. What's happening? Yeah, a little misconception on the Mueller uh, report. Yeah. Um, a lot of those convictions had nothing to do with the uh, uh, Russia thing. It was proven that there wasn't any Russian way back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they used the false uh, FISA. Right. They went to a FISA court with uh, the one guy there and uh, mm-hmm. said he was conspiring. I don't know if you remember that or not. No, but, I, uh, and I know I know. Danny conveniently brings up they, the Mueller the report. would have never happened. The investigation would have never happened. Right. Paul Manafort, who they like to bring up, mm-hmm. uh, was convicted of something that everyone else has done. Right, of course. Sure. Including including Hunter Biden, which you can see here, there, they have done nothing with him. Right, none. In fact, the FBI just fired all the investigators. Right. working on his case right. for the uh, IRS. Right, right, right. And not to mention, Danny brought up, of course, the uh, the informants on the Republican side. A lot of them are, are missing because, uh, well, missing in a sense that they're not out in some cave somewhere. But, um, you know, there's a lot of suspicious things going on uh, these days. And it doesn't, it's not going to lead to anything. You know, when I see Jim Jordan go on Fox News, it's, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. I say, Jim, shut up. I mean, I'm, I love you, man, but enough is enough. Just get back in the chambers and make, make crap happen. And by the way, for the record, Kevin McCarthy, he's the man. I am so glad. Yeah. I know they gave him a big stink with Matt Getz, and I kind of appreciated what Getz was doing there, and I really like him for the record. And I love Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I'm telling you, they're, they're toxic when it comes down to the things that they extract uh, from, you know, from Twitter and all this stuff. And, and, and yet, at the same time, when they bring in these judges and they put them in front of Senator Kennedy or the, uh, the uh, Senator Scott there, and they sit there and they just say, Senator, Senator Mulvaney, oh, not Mulvaney, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name. But when you know when someone's on the stand and they're being pressed because of something they said in Twitter, you said this three years ago, can you explain yourself? Senator, thank you for the question. You know how condescending that sounds, Duffman? Anytime they react that way, you know that they're lying. You know that they've been trained. I said, look, you, tweet, you tweeted something in the Trump administration back in 2017 and 2018. They're going to dig that up. And someone like Ted Cruz is going to put a big board behind him in big letters. This is what you wrote in 217. This is how you explain every time you answer them. You say, Senator Cruz, thank you for the question, but that doesn't characterize who I am. And if you remember, no, answer the question, yes or no. Do you hate white people? <gasps> Senator Cruz, shut the frig up. And yet it gets us nowhere, Duffman. It's the, it's the constant chain that, that well, never I mean, changes. The other thing you got to remember, too, the Justice Department isn't like the Justice Department's in the past. You could, you know, I mean, when, when Durham handed this over to them, it's up to the Justice Department to indict the people that, that, that they have the evidence against. What? Because in, in the, uh, you know, the executive branch controls the Justice Department. Congress can't issue subpoenas and or I mean, uh, have people arrested and all that kind of stuff, or charge people? No, I get it. I get it. I, 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 I know. Without get, know, so without getting we're, into, we're in a losing, we're in a losing situation because if it was the Republicans, mm-hmm. they they would throw their own in jail because that's how they are. They already are. They already are. But the Democrats, you've seen it with Bill Clinton. You've seen it with uh, with, with the Obamas and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, they they uh, they just obstruct justice and. Uh, and the, the Justice Department goes along with them. And, and remember, they do it for one reason, uh, Duffman, and you know what that reason is. And I just said it earlier. To preserve yeah. and protect our democracy. 
and that well, they'll, yeah, they'll say yeah, that again and again and again. They're, they're answering to a higher calling, and that they're right, and no matter what, mm-hmm. the ends justifies the means. No matter how many laws they break, mm-hmm. as long as it benefits them, exactly. that's all they care about, and you, you see it with the election. You know, right, exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree. Once again, yeah. you hit it on the nail, and thanks for the text earlier. I appreciate it. You're absolutely right about that. No problem. Man. Yeah, thank you very much. That's, uh, that's the Duff Man, and this is the Live at Five show. Let's do this. Let's do our final break here. And also, I want to mention that our friends at uh, Roberts Automotive, uh, you know, this, that place has been open since 1984. I know Steve. He was a big race uh, car guy. He still is. I don't know if he's racing the car. I talked to him the other day. But it's just that, that hometown uh, a service stop uh, there in uh, West Maine. And, uh, and Steve and I, we were reminiscing about names of, of the past. I remember, I remember meeting him when I first got here years and years ago. We also talked about Anthony DeMarco, who he knew. So it's always good. It's like going back in time when you see something you had not talked to in a long time. I just haven't had that opportunity. But nonetheless, they're proud sponsors of this and the Hotline Show. Let's do this break, and we'll be back with more of what I extracted from the Internet right after this. AM1240's Hotline Show and Live at Five Show is sponsored by Roberts Automotive Sales and Service. People who call you back. Uh, welcome back. Okay, well, I got my first video set up here. And I'm so excited. I'm like a kid in a candy store again, thanks to Ken Martin. So my first video is something that uh, I found. And uh, this guy, I don't know his name. But uh, he makes a lot of sense. Tough-looking dude. Kind of looks like Jason Statham. One of those those tough men. Manly men. All right, let me unmute it first and play it here. The administration just completely abandoned the border. Okay, so he's talking about the Biden administration. So he said the Biden administration literally abandoned the border. Especially with the fentanyl. Do you think, and they do so indirectly, why has the Biden administration... All right, so they have it. I mean, again, these are just snippets that you get on, on, uh, on TikTok and whatnot. And they're, they're good for the 21st century mind because, we, you know, we want things so quickly and we want it now. And, and for that matter, it's good to, 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 for instance, that particular thing about fentanyl. But I bring this up because if you've noticed, you know, uh, Mayor uh, Adams out of New York City, Eric Adams, is now, you know, delegating or making decisions on his own, sending a lot of uh, migrants up, up the Hudson River, uh, many of whom are going into like Orange County, Rockland County. Interestingly enough, he, he bypassed Westchester County because he knew that wouldn't work with the amount of uh, wealthy influence there that would not allow that. Or for that matter, Putnam County, which is north of, of Westchester. But he chooses to go to more of or less of a, a, a podunk Orange County where Middletown is uh, up uh, on the other side of the Hudson River. D- don't be surprised, of course, that this works. It's like cancer. It starts in one part of your body and works its way around to another part of the body. So ultimately, yes, they're going to be coming up here. Now, the mayor, former mayor Jeff Graham, wonderful hotline host today, said, geez, what about that prison up there in Dry Hill? And for that matter, the, the new jail that's been condemned, or oh, new jail, the, new, the newest building to be condemned, rather, if you read News Junkie today, the old jailhouse there on, uh, at the end of Coffeen Street in Massey near the bridge, that was condemned today. Don't be surprised if a facility like that is taken over by the government and turned into, I guess you would refer to as migrant housing. But, but what Jeff was talking about today was the old Dry Hill prison, which, as everyone knows, closed down a little more than a year ago. It has all the toilets. It's got all the light fixtures. It's got a mess hall. It's a heck of, heck of a lot better than, a, than a, a, an elementary school a gymnasium in the middle of the Bronx or Brooklyn. So slowly but surely... All that's going to work its way up here. Now, I've been in contact with Congresswoman uh, Tenney's uh, crew. Uh, there, she's fighting, of course, about this. You know, ultimately, it's going to make its way up here. 
And, you know, they'll say, well, we need migrant workers here, the farmland. No one wants to do farming anymore. And for the most part, if you talk to anyone who owns a farm today, they would agree with that. They would welcome these people with open arms. But what's happening and what will ultimately will happen, and you know about the, not that these people have fentanyl right now on them in some hotel room down in New York City waiting to come up here to here or Messina or Ogdensburg for that matter. But ultimately, that's what's going to happen. You have an influx. The better percentage of these men and women that are coming over here are men between 18 and 25 years old. And it's not just happening here. Scour the Internet when you get a chance. It's also happening, and for whichever reason, a lot of European countries are taking on Ukrainian uh, uh, refugees, like Ireland. And, you know, here it is. We have over 200,000 Russians have lost their lives in this particular war that they started. And countless other men and women, for that matter, have died on the Ukrainian side. And yet, for some reason or other, they're moving a lot of these potential soldiers to protect their homeland to countries like, like Ireland. And there's this one woman standing up trying to be, you know, one of the Irish women. If you're going to bring in your women and your children, that's fine. That's excellent. I say bring them here. We'll take care of them. But you're bringing in these young men and they're starting trouble and they're changing our culture. What will Ireland look back like in 2030, I ask you? And she's absolutely right. And yet the Joy Reads of the world and everyone else on the left-hand side We'll just say that person is just a misogynist, someone, some racist. I don't know what you call a person that puts down, you know, other, other people, for that matter, white people from Europe. But somehow or other, they will be vilified for that. But that's what I'm fearful of. And, and if I can get a, an interview set up with uh, Congresswoman uh, Claudia Tenney about that, because at this point, we really have to make sure that, well, one, we don't have a say in this. Because if anyone like Hagman or for that matter, you know, if anyone says, no, we're not going to take it, we're just going to lose money from the federal government or for that matter, state money. So we're just going to have to bend over and take it. I don't know when it's going to happen, but ultimately it will happen. All right. So 755-1240 is the number. Don't forget the 315 area code. 755-1240. All right, so there's something else I have here. I don't even know what it is. So it's going to be a potluck type. Thing. Oh, here's something. This was said at a European conference, and this is fascinating stuff. So I'm just gonna play it for you. See what you think about this. This guy makes incredible stuff. If you have not done so, please. Oh, what happened there? Now I got an ad. All right, whatever. So anyway, I gotta get better at this, folks, because for whichever reason, that just disappeared and I don't know why. But again, he goes on and on to talk about this. And, and again, someone brought up, and again, I'm not pointing the finger at, Ken, at uh, Steve Jennings, not to be confused with Jeopardy's Ken Jennings, because I, I just think a lot of, a lot of what we w- was sold to us three years ago about staying indoors and wearing masks and Anthony Fauci, it was all theater. It was all a means to just remove Donald Trump from office. And of course, the numbers didn't get any better. In fact, more people died after the vaccinations came out. And in, 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 I guess you could say there was a, a, a higher proportion of Americans that died from coronavirus than anywhere else in the world. Now, we don't know how accurate that is, but countries that didn't have the vaccine, and for that matter, continents like Africa, didn't see the numbers we did. So again, I, 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 I can understand why we don't see Anthony Fauci anymore. He's probably got his tail between his legs because he was the advocate all along about this, that, and the other thing about masks, about take the poke, and that we were all divided in that because once we realized that the Trumpers were the ones that were least inclined to get that, that vaccination, that's when they went on the attack. 
And it just continued and continued and continued until yours truly actually succumbed to the actual pressure because I did not want to subject my own uh, employees here at 199 Wealthy Avenue to re require. The requirement would be if someone like myself were not vaccinated, I'm talking over a year ago now, everyone in this building would have to wear a mask. I could not live like that. I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I was a late coming to it. I got the J&J. &J, and then about two months later, which was stupid, I got the booster. It took me months to recover from that. There was something very, very odd with me for at least six, seven months. And you heard me coughing here. And it was all this acid reflux, so forth and so on. Someone might say, Glenn, you're just getting old. Come on, take care of yourself. No, a lot of strange things happened to me. We see a lot of strange things happening to others over the, over the last 18 months. So we were just sold a bill of goods, just one of many, many layers, not to sound like a QAnon theorist here, and I know a lot of people out there are probably saying that right now, but boy, we were sold a bunch of garbage. We really, really were. And who could forget Jane Fonda herself who said COVID was a gift for the Democrats, just like January 6th was a gift for the Democrats. And here it is, you know, with the Dunham report and so many other uh, levels of proof that have been disclosed just recently. It just doesn't matter. Adam Schiff will still double down. Uh, uh, Nadler will do the same. And they're just much better people than we are. And they get away with it. It's unfortunate. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, I called back. Hey, Crazy Ray. Call back. When you mentioned Steve Jennings in the, in the, in the, in the virus pandemic crap. Yeah. You know what? I, I never liked the guy until I had the pan, or had the virus, and he was the guy that I had to talk to on the phone. Yeah, when great I was, guy, like, by the way. Trapped in my house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did a good job for me. I mean, he. I'm sure he, he did. He basically, like, I, I would I'd support the guy through hell from from here on because I mean, he mm -hmm. every day he called and talked and uh, told me what, what you know ways to make it through and you know. Yeah. I'll give the guy credit. I think he really cared for people. I know he does. I mean, I'm sure he still does, but... Yeah, he still does, but thanks, right, Crazy, and I appreciate that story. That's a good story, and it doesn't surprise me, but I think even Steve knows that, you know what, maybe we were wrong. He's not going to go out there and say, well, more, you know, more people, you know, who got the effects, I think he said something to the effect. He's got to say that. I get that. That's his job. Hey, there's a lot of things that I say or don't say in this area to, to keep this job. We got to do what we have to do. And for the record, I, I appreciate the fact that I'm able to exercise my constitutional right for free speech, whether you agree with it or not, particularly to the, my boss man, and that's Jim Levin. But I don't blame it. It's, there's so many reasons why we're not hearing about COVID. There's so many reasons now, because just like they know that the Dunham report, they being, of course, the left and the, you know, uh, the, the, the liberal left, uh, that the Dunham report more than likely has merit, it doesn't really matter. As long as they stick together, as long as they, 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 uh, they, they outnumber us, they always win. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Just to go back to Danny. Yeah. Why is it when the Democrats have a hearsay uh, whistleblower, they're taking his gospel? But when the Republicans right. have people that come up and are identified, mm -hmm. they're no good. Yeah, it's like Jim Jordan. I mean, you're sounding like Jim Jordan because he comes up with these double standards all the time. And there's no answer to it other than you and I know that, that it's a bunch of malarkey. But really, where does it get us? Where does this get me just talking about all this? Because talk is cheap. But you're absolutely right. It's, it's the double standard is just clearly off the rails. And my friend, I don't know what we can do. I mean, we, we have a president that's been compromised that still refers to China Time. as a competitor. Huge time. Yeah, other than an adversary. And someone came up with a good point today. It says France is a competitor. China is an adversary. 
And yet the compromised president that we have obviously compromised through his son, through his crappy brother, his corrupt brother, his whole freaking family. Why are they making money off of them? But we can't have oil in our own country. No, I know. And that's because Barack and Michelle want it that way. Well, just the main thing that we're going to have to see in the next six to eight months before the primary season really takes off, my friend, is what the Democrats do with Joe Biden. Do they replace him with, with Gavin Newsom, or do they really take out the Trump card, ironically oh, enough, Lord. and bring in Michelle Obama? <laughs> that's incredible. I got to go, though, my friend, but thank you for the call. Yeah, you make no, a good I'm point, tired. as always. You're doing a good job. Great. Thank you, my friend. That's the ordinance guy. Good guy. AM 1240 WA 10 Watertown does make us legal. And remember, Pat Hickey tomorrow on the Hotline Show and right here on Live at 5. Double duty for Pat Hickey tomorrow. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A scary situation at the Vatican today where a driver's been arrested for plowing through security gates.